your mission what's your goal uh and make yourself you know as driven as you can uh and be available you know be available and, and if you can respond immediate uh that's great if you don't have that luxury then respond when you can get back to someone okay so uh other than that guys um i just wanted to give my two cents worth i don't have all the answers but i wanted to give you you know ones i've learned in, in 20 years of practicing law in tampa and uh in the market we have here so um, with that, I'll let Jake's, like Jake kind of go from here and, and mention a lot more, but I appreciate your time and attention. And if I'm able to help any one of you guys, just reach out to me. Uh, Melissa can grab you my contact information. And I'd be happy to help or assist in any way possible. And before Jake goes, I just want to say um, our big mission here, Ryan, as you know, I'm sure from working with you over these last couple of weeks to get this session is about giving back and we teach servant leadership. And I just wanted to point out that if you all file, follow the law offices of Ryan Cappy, you'll see that each month he's giving out a thousand, a thousand dollars to a charity, um, which is this a really neat way to give back each month and show that you care about the community you're serving. So thank you for doing that. No, thanks, Melissa. And thanks for having me. I, I'll leave on the fact that I try to be a servant leader in my practice. You know, I try not to be the first one out. I try to help and make the copies. I know how the fax machine works. I try to do the things that, you know, I don't try to, I try to guide by example. So uh, whether it's in business or otherwise, but thank you very much. I appreciate you having me and um, uh, just your time. Thanks, Ryan. So I'll take over from here. So my name is Jake Kurtz. I am the owner of Brick Media. Um, some of you might have come across our, our ads before on like Instagram and places like that because, you know, we, we target the whole area with a bunch of advertising all the time. So you may have seen a thing or two. And I'm glad Melissa shouted out my fiance, Kelly, who runs one in Tampa. Um, that account has grown from zero to like 75,000 followers, I think it's at in the past couple of years. And it's doing a lot of the things that Ryan was saying, like staying consistent, knowing your audience, knowing what types of content they want to see and all of that. So that's been really fun as well. But the capacity of what I do at Brick Media is in a nutshell, I won't bore you with like all the details, but we take over the social media presence and oftentimes the website and sometimes the paid advertising for local brands such as the law offices of Ryan Cappy, which is how Ryan and I met in 2018. So fun fact, I actually sent Ryan a random DM on Instagram <laughs> telling him that we can actually help him. And uh, I gave him a couple pointers on his social media and things like that. And that led to a phone call, which now has led to like a three and a half year business relationship. So um, there is power in social media and kind of having a good online presence. So um, I'll start with that. But Ryan, you sounded like a pro talking about personal brands. So I feel like I don't have a whole lot to add, but I'll try my best. But, um, <laughs> but I'll start by saying, similar to what Ryan said at the beginning of his talk was a personal brand is kind of a buzzword. A lot of people just say personal brand without actually knowing what it means or what it should mean. And I'm sure if I asked all of you individually what personal brand is, you'd probably all have a slightly different answer. So I'll just give you my definition of it based on kind of how I see the world, kind of how I see business and things like that. Personal brand is not your logo. It's not the name of your YouTube channel. It's not, you know, the way that you put out content on TikTok. 
you know, it's not just your social media, your personal brand boiled down in one word is your reputation. And that reputation is both in person and online. I mean, you know, 10, 15 years ago, I might've said differently because online wasn't as important as it is today, but we all know, especially, you know, with how COVID kind of accelerated the digital space. And I mean, look at us right now, like we're all talking digitally and this is, you know, being recorded by Melissa and it's probably going to go on my podcast later and social media clips will go out and stuff. So the digital world is just as important nowadays as the real physical world. So it lives in both places, but I just wanted to make sure that I gave you my personal definition of personal brand, which ultimately boils down to it's your reputation. It's how people perceive you. It's what people know about you and who you are and how you want to do things both personally and in the business world. And social media isn't your personal brand, but social media does amplify your personal brand because of the ability to go into every platform and post, you know, to the masses and have the potential of thousands of people seeing it. And like Ryan was saying earlier, like maybe nine people will see it whenever you're first getting started. But regardless, it's a way to put your message out to the world, but it's not your personal brand. Your personal brand is actually you. It's just the way that your reputation is to everybody else. And because of that, because personal brand is literally your reputation and how people perceive you, the most important thing with personal brand, like if you leave with nothing else, leave with this, don't fake things. Like don't put on a front, be who you actually are in the world. Um, I'm sure we've all seen, I mean, I know probably all of you have seen this given your age and probably the kind of content you look at and stuff like that. But we've all seen like the gurus on YouTube who are like 19 with like $10 million and they're posing next to a Lamborghini and they're walking into a private plane and they're like, let me teach you how to do this, this, and this, and you can do it too. Like that kind of stuff. Not realizing that a lot of the time those people are literally renting a private plane, literally just for the photo shoot. And they're not actually doing anything super crazy. They're just trying to get you to buy something. So that's like the opposite of what you should be doing. You shouldn't be, pretending that you're something that you're not. Um, if you're 19, if you're 21, if you're 23, it's important to put out content in a way that reflects what you're actually going through in your life. And, you know, I learned this early on and a lot of other people that I mentor and kind of help, um, a lot of the time they think they need to be giving advice to people. So let's say, let's say you're 23 and you want to start like a marketing company or something like that. You might be tempted to go onto your Instagram and on your LinkedIn and on YouTube and speak as if you're a complete expert in the field and say like, you should do this, you should do that, you should do that. But if you kind of rephrase it a little bit, and this, this is kind of a small detail, but instead of saying you should do something, go talk as if you're talking somebody through your journey and through your process, instead of kind of like speaking to them almost like take them through the journey instead of acting like you've already been through the journey. So a way that I would rephrase something instead of like, you should do this would be in my, in the past couple of years of my life, I've seen that and then continue the sentence. You know what I mean? It's a lot more authentic that way to actually show somebody that I'm still going through this journey, but these are the things that I'm experiencing along the journey. So I'm sure if I was following along with like anybody on this call on social media, and, you know, let's say that we're connected on LinkedIn or something like that. And you start putting out content because you want to build your personal brand online. 
I would be a lot more. So I'm 31. So I'm not like, you know, I'm not like looking at it as if I'm like 50 or 60 or something like that. But if I saw a post from one of you that said, you know, you need to do this, blah, 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 like basically positioning yourself as an expert, that probably would cause a little bit of cynicism in my head because I know that there's no possible way just mathematically that you would have been able to go through that experience. But if you had positioned it in a way that was like, in my experience throughout school, I had a couple of professors teach me this. And then I have a mentor that told me this and I learned this because of that. Or, you know, if you wanted to post something about this event, you could say something like, I was on a call with Ryan Neese Foundation and they were talking about this and I learned this versus just acting like you're an expert in something that you're actually not because people pick up on those things pretty easily. So I know, I know Melissa referenced Wordle back in the day or back uh, earlier in the meeting, but if there's one five letter word that I would drop here, it would be truth, T-R-U-T-H. Um, make sure that you're super truthful when it comes to your content. Um, don't exaggerate. There's no reason to rush things and act like you've already been through something you actually haven't been through. Um, talking about the journey of going through something is oftentimes more powerful than the advice that you think you should be giving people. So that's definitely one thing is like the most important thing about a personal brand is being truthful and just making sure that you're not over exaggerating things because people, you might be able to trick certain people with that, but they're probably not even the types of people that you want to be tricking. Like you're going to be losing credibility, credibility with the people that actually matter and can make an impact in your career and your life. So that would be what I would say is to stay truthful. And there's a lot of different tactics in terms of like actually going ahead and building your personal brand and getting it out there. And just to make it easy, I broke them down into three words that all start with the letter C. So I'll start breaking those down here. So number one would be obviously content itself is very important. So when I say content, I mean, realizing that it's important to put out information posts on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, TikTok, podcasts, whatever the platforms are of the day. And one of the most important things about putting out content is realizing how you communicate best and kind of being self-aware about how you like to communicate with people. I think because, for example, video is so popular right now, everybody thinks they have to be an expert on video, where there's tons of people that if they wrote an article on LinkedIn, they'd be able to craft that article like nobody else could and get somebody to be hooked and read the whole thing and be super interested. So if you're good at writing, then double down on writing. And if you are really good at talking and kind of having conversations with people, but you don't necessarily love having a camera pointed at your face, and maybe you can't write anything, um, maybe start a podcast where you interview other people and you just have conversations with other people. And maybe you don't have to have video. If you are gifted with video and you feel really good about it, then obviously you got lucky with the timing of like TikTok, Instagram Reels, video on LinkedIn, going live, like all that stuff being very big and important right now. So, I mean, I know a lot of people are missing out right now because they aren't the best people, aren't the best on video and they feel like they're missing out on all these opportunities. But maybe that same person, like, you know, six or eight years ago when blogging was the biggest thing out there and like everybody was making blogs and writing articles, maybe that person absolutely crushed it during that time frame. And I know podcasts, like a lot of people blew up just because podcasts became a big thing and they were really good at talking to people. So 
just always watch out for new platforms that are coming out because there always is that early mover advantage where like if you can get on the platform early enough you're gonna reap the rewards because a lot more people are gonna see your content um because a lot of people are looking at the platform but they're not necessarily producing content for it so that's another really important thing is just hopping on things as soon as you see that there's an opportunity um i mean you saw when TikTok first came out all these random people became famous because they hit it at the perfect time and the only reason that they were able to make that happen is because they were strategic about it and they saw that man millions of people are looking at TikTok every day but not that many people are actually making posts for it so whenever you hop in and make posts early and you're willing to take those chances you're going to reap the rewards of like posting a random thing after you've never posted anything before and get like 50,000 views on it just because that's how the platform is. So definitely pay attention to what's trending and kind of what's happening. And another thing to keep in mind as well is short form content and long form content. So I'm sure when you guys are on Instagram or TikTok or wherever you look at content the most, all those videos are very quick. They're very, you know, fast information coming at you in like 15 to 30 seconds. Those are really good for kind of building, um, just kind of getting somebody intrigued about what you do. But there's obviously no way that you can communicate everything and like show every different side of your personality, like in a 15 second clip. So that's why it's good to have a balance of short content like that and long content, like a podcast or like, you know, a longer video where you're talking about something in more depth. So if you went to my Instagram page after this, um, you'll see that I post like an Instagram reel. But then yesterday I posted an 18 minute video on my Instagram where I just sat there and talked directly to the camera about a topic. And I made sure I told Melissa to record this whole thing because I'm going a little bit more in depth than I'd be able to in like a quick clip. So I want people to see like kind of all sides of my personality, both quick and more in depth. So that's another really important thing with personal brand is because you might find, <laughs> thanks Melissa, um, you might find that certain people are intrigued by let's say an Instagram reel that you put out. So maybe they wanna know more about you. You wanna make sure that there's content out there that exists where somebody can go more in depth with you if they want, which is why if you did a little bit of homework on me, like after this, you would see that I post in-depth stuff on LinkedIn and on a podcast and on YouTube. And um, I post longer videos on my Instagram sometimes. But then there's also plenty of just like quick little snippets of my day to day life and like quick videos and I share a little bit of business, a little bit of personal. I don't really have this like crazy strategy where I have like a logo for myself and like everything has to look the exact same and like the aesthetic has to be perfect and things like that. My life is very multifaceted and I want my reputation, aka my personal brand to reflect who I actually am, because the worst possible thing is when if somebody meets you in person for the first time after seeing you digitally, you don't want it to feel like you're a completely different person when you show up and have a coffee with somebody than the way that you present yourself online. Which is why if you go pose next to a Lamborghini in Ebor or something, and then somebody sees you pull up in like a Honda Civic, they're gonna be like, what the heck's going on here? So that's why a lot of those, uh, a lot of those people that really exaggerate on social media um, don't ultimately end up winning the long game at the end. So. If you stay truthful and stay um, stay true to who you are, that's gonna be the best. But back to the three C's of um, building a personal brand. So the first one is obviously content. And I just kind of elaborated a little bit on that. The second one is context. So context 
is basically respecting the platform that you're on and it's respecting the audience that you're talking to. So in terms of context, like I would speak to this group way differently than I would go speak to like, you know, Ryan Cappy and his team at, at their office or my parents in a room or like, you know, certain just, you know, a group of friends in a room, you're going to speak a little bit differently and use different references and word things a little bit differently, kind of just depending on who you're with and what setting you're in. So that's kind of another thing to keep in mind when it comes to social media and kind of the way that you're putting yourself out there. You don't want to post the same thing on TikTok and Instagram that you would post on LinkedIn. <laughs> I'm sure actually when you think about the stuff that you would post on your Instagram, you're like, I would not want that stuff to go on LinkedIn. So um, that's an important thing to differentiate. And then in the same way, like a lot of your audience might be bored or like not interested in the stuff that you post on LinkedIn on other platforms. So I just always say respect the room, like kind of just like go into any platform, any situation, read the room that you're in and obviously deploy content and deploy, um, you know, your conversation kind of strategy the way that room would want to see. So context is really important um, and it does. And it does make a, a difference when it comes to, you know, long form, short form, like the way that you talk, the way that you deliver things. So context would definitely be number two. Um, number three, I know I talked about this at the beginning, but the word candid, which is just another word for being truthful. Again, social media is so, it's so easy to exaggerate things because we all know that if you take five or 10 different pictures, you're gonna only post the one that came out perfect. Whenever you record a video, you're only going to post the one that actually turned out really well. Um, if you have a good moment in your career or in your life or whatever it may be, you're going to post those things, but you're probably not going to post some of the bad things that happened to you. So I would encourage everybody on this call, as the world gets more digital and as people, you know, I don't think the metaverse is going to be coming anytime soon where people are just like sitting on VR headsets and like never leaving their house. Like, I think that's still a while away, but the digital world is definitely here and it's here to stay. So with that being said, the same way that you want to keep it real in real life, you also want to keep it real on your digital presence as well, because ultimately, whether you meet somebody in person for the first time and then become connected to them digitally, or if you meet somebody on like LinkedIn or Instagram for the first time, and then that leads to like a coffee meeting or like some kind of lunch or whatever that is, you want to make sure that both of those experience, both of those experiences, both in person and digital kind of match each other. You don't want to pretend you're one thing over here and then be another thing over here, because then you're constantly just going to be overthinking, like what perception of myself am I giving out right now? Like, is this matching what I'm posting online? Like if you're just always your authentic self, then you're never going to have to even have those thoughts of like, am I being real right now? Just be real all the time. And your personal brand is going to kind of build itself over time. But that's kind of how I would leave it. Um, I told Melissa I was going to do like five or 10 minutes of Q&A if anybody has questions. So I'm here if anybody, you know, has anything, but that's kind of my spiel and um, I appreciate the time. Yeah, thanks, Jake. Um, and yes, Jake can also answer a lot of questions about Ryan, too, if you have questions about what Cappy Law is doing um, and things like that from working together for three and a half sure. years. <laughs> Yeah, Ryan was actually our first client, fun fact. <laughs> do, do you want to share what other social media accounts here in town that you run currently through Brick? Mm -hmm. Yeah, honestly, you probably wouldn't know 
the companies like for a lot of them because it's like more corporate type of companies like law firms insurance agencies like a lot of tech and things like that but some of the ones you might know uh boaters republic is one of them they're like a local apparel and like boating kind of store that has a big location in saint pete and then they're also they have also other locations kind of all around florida but that's a really fun client because we get to sometimes like go on the water and take you know pictures and videos and stuff like that it's like that boating lifestyle which is obviously really big here um there's actually a surf park that's going to be coming to town called peak surf park it kind of blew up on instagram lately and i mean i i would like to think a lot of that was because of the marketing that we did but um we took over their presence um they're not they're not actually going to even be opening for a couple of years because they still have to find land and kind of um, secure a spot in tampa but it's basically going to be like this massive surf park where like it generates waves and stuff like that and it's going to be coming to tampa over the next couple of years and we're doing all the marketing for that so we're obviously hoping that that turns into like the next big like bush gardens armature works like big place that everybody goes to and we can be able to say that we were there from the beginning so that would really be awesome um there's a couple of, there's a couple of breweries locally that we help um, one of them's called bayborough um cool brewery in saint pete um but yeah there's a there's a lot of a lot of random ones in there so um but yeah perfect i saw madison go off mute yeah, I had a quick question. So I loved how you sent Ryan like an Instagram DM and that's how you kind of started that relationship off. But like, mm -hmm. what are other like crafty ways that you've networked that mm -hmm. like you think are more outside of the box of what traditional networking has been? Oh, this is like my favorite question. <laughs> <laughs> um, so one thing that I really like to, so I guess I'll preface this answer by saying that it all does come down to your intentions. So you want to have pure intentions whenever you do any kind of networking. You don't want to go into it with like a manipulative mindset. Like if I do this little thing and then this little thing, then like that'll allow me to ask them to work with me or like try to sell them something. So I try to go into every networking opportunity in the back of my head thinking like nothing's going to happen from this. Like I'm just building a relationship. I'm building a connection. I'm trying to legitimately learn about this person. So that would be like the, the first thing I want to say before I even say my response. But one thing that I did throughout 2019 that was like super helpful for me building my business. So Brick Media launched officially in 2018, but 2019 was our first official year of like really being in business full time. And like I quit my job and everything like that. So I took like all of 2019 and basically said two or three times a week, I'm going to get coffee with somebody in Tampa. And it was never with the intention of like, let's sit down and I'll tell you about brick media and like, I'll, you know, try to sell you on why to work with us. I literally would use LinkedIn and Instagram and literally just message people and be like, Hey, I would love to sit down and like talk about what you do for a living and just like learn and like hear about your story and things like that. So I was like genuinely trying to just like build my network. It wasn't necessarily like I was trying to get a client then and there. But I sat down with somewhere around 120 or 130 people in 2019 that I had never met in person before. And it was all just using like Instagram and LinkedIn to like kind of network with people and send messages out. But through those conversations, people were so flattered to even like be able to share their story with me. And obviously in that conversation without me even having to like say anything, they would ask me about what I did for a living. So Brick Media would come up without me even having to position it that way. And through those conversations, like some of them would end up actually wanting to work with us without me even asking. 
but other people might not want to work with us, but then they would refer like another business owner that they know, or they would like have a neighbor that owned a company or like something like that. So it was, it's really just about getting to know as many people as humanly possible, but not going into it expecting anything in return. Because at the end of the day, like if you're building a relationship, then that's already a win. Anything else that comes from it is almost just like a bonus. So you just to be in business and to be getting referrals and be getting, you know, more people introduced to you and things like that. You have to know people in the first place. But like how you get to know these people is probably the important, the most important part. Right. That's so cool. I definitely am probably going to steal that. I like that because it's like something super casual to do and mm -hmm. coffee always wins people over. Ooh, another thing too, real quick, another little hack. Um, part of why I have a podcast is so that I can have another way to get to know people. So my goal with my podcast is like, of course, I want to put out content for myself and like share my expertise and all those kind of things. But if I want to meet somebody that's like the VP of marketing at like USF or something like that, but I don't want to send them a cold email and be like, Hey, I'm Jake with brick media. Like, let's talk about marketing instead of doing that. I'm just going to say, Hey, would you want to be on my podcast so that I can interview you about what you do? That's going to be a way for me to meet somebody that maybe I wouldn't be able to meet otherwise, but doing it in a way that helps them and doesn't just help me. But again, like, at the end of the day, it's all about your intentions. So like, I wouldn't go into that situation expecting that like USF is going to try to work with us or like, I'm not going to a week later go back and be like, Hey, like we talked last week on the podcast, like would love to work with you. I'm just going to let the chips fall where they may, but I'm just going to find ways to build relationships that add value to the other person. So that's kind of my, that's another little strategy I have is like, have a way that you can interview and feature other people because it helps them and it helps you meet them. Great. Yeah, I love that. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. I think Ryan has a question. Sure. Thanks, Jake, uh, for coming. Um, just one question. I think you definitely covered a lot of it, but for someone who's like new to like the entrepreneur field and thinking about creating a product and getting ready to like, you know, want to get your name out there, and coming from your example with starting Brick Media, um, like what do you think is like the like first steps someone should know in order to, you know, get their name out there? To get started? Yeah. I think it comes down to kind of a knowing who you are type of situation. Like I broke down earlier, like knowing if you're a little bit more introverted, knowing if you like love talking to people all the time knowing if you love doing videos, knowing if you would rather like be more behind the scenes, because what that allows you to do, um, one, it's going to inform what you do in the first place. Cause like, if you are more introverted, you're not going to put yourself in a position to like be out there all the time. So it kind of just depends on what you want. Um, and also too, just auditing, like what you're actually good at and what you actually like doing. Um, so whether it's a product or a service, like making sure that it's something that you are actually really passionate about, and not just something that's like the quick way to make money. Like I know right now, like a lot of people in my personal network are putting themselves out there on Instagram as like a crypto expert. And I'm like, you're not a crypto expert. Like you just know that crypto can make money right now. And you're just diving in because it's the trend of the moment. And that same thing happened in like 2011 when like social media was the new thing. Everybody was a social media expert. 
And there were certain times earlier before that, that everybody was like a real estate expert. So it's like, you can always tell when there's certain people that just chase whatever trend is top of mind at the moment. So that's why it's important to realize, like, um, if you're really passionate about like a certain sport or like, I don't know, some random thing that you might not think of as the first thing to, to make money on. Like if you start a podcast, that's all about like, for me, for example, I'm a huge Pittsburgh Steelers fan. And that's like probably one of my biggest passions outside of the business world. But if I started a podcast that was all about the Steelers and I'm so passionate about it, that it attracted like a hundred thousand listeners and they were consistently listening to it, that might lead to some random company coming to me and being like, Hey, let's, let me give you $5,000 a month to like put our logo on the podcast and like shout us out at the beginning of it and stuff like that. So there's a lot of different ways that like, if you're passionate about something and if you're good at something, you have to realize that that actually can lead to financial gains down the road. So it's like, don't chase something just because it's like the hot trend right now. Um, start with what you actually like and what you're good at and then figure out how to build a business around that. So that would be like the first thing that I'd recommend before even getting started with something, because if you don't like whatever it is, you're going to give up on it eventually. Um, if I didn't really like social media, if I didn't really like marketing, there's been some really rough times and rough months where I probably would have just given up and thrown the towel in because I'm just, I wouldn't have had the energy to put in like a 10 hour a day to like fix something. So you got to start with what you like and what you're passionate about. But um, I'm sure a lot of you, whenever I say that, you're probably like, I don't even know what I'm passionate about because I'm only, you know, a certain age or whatever, and I haven't tried enough things. So that would be my other advice is just take advantage of your age right now and just try as many things as you possibly can, because there's no way to even know what you like right now. And you have to realize that you know, even if you tested things for the next like five or 10 years in a row and nothing worked out, you're still going to be young enough to start from that point and build a great life. So I feel like I talk to a lot of people that are like about to graduate or they just graduated or they're about to turn 25 or turn 30. And like, they think they need to have everything all together. And it's like, you do realize that 10 years is going to go by and then you're going to be like, 30 and you're going to still feel super young. Like I'm 31 right now and I still feel the same energy and the same passion as when I was 24. So it's like, even though seven years have gone by, it's like, you know, I've learned a lot throughout the seven years, but I still feel incredibly young. Like, I feel like, you know, I could, I feel like I could still screw up for the next five or 10 years and still be fine. So another thing I like to practice in my head is like worst case scenarios. So whenever I was like going and about to quit my job and start brick media full time, the thing that I was thinking before I actually made the leap and actually put in my two weeks and quit was what's the absolute worst thing that's going to happen here. If let's say I've start this business and it fails for me, the worst case scenario was I have to tell everybody that brick media shut down and like, go get a job again, like not that big of a deal. So, that's another really important thing to keep in mind if you're looking to start something is just analyze like what's the absolute worst case here because that'll probably allow you to actually take the jump and do what you want to do but i hope did that help <laughs> yeah definitely give me some good ideas so cool. thank you mm -hmm. anybody else got anything yeah well thank you jake 
Appreciate you being on. Appreciate you recruiting Ryan to join us too. Um, and yeah, anyone else have anything else they wanted to share before we end our our first one here? I know it ran a little long, so maybe next time I'll plan for that. I'm sorry, <laughs> didn't know how long and what questions people would have and things like that. So, uh, I have one thing to share where. Uh... I can kind of relate with you, uh, Jake. It was like one thing you were saying, just just meeting someone and uh, just how the relationship can grow. So something new. So uh, I do business management and my newest client is actually my nail tech. So she's been growing very, you know, I always have my nails done. Amazing. Anyway, her business has been growing very big. And, you know, I just talked to her, you know, about what I do. And I've low-key been wanting her to be my client for like the past year. We're finally going to brunch on Sunday. Anyway, you know, um, but I didn't push it onto her, you know, like, hey, you know, look me up. Let's do this. Let's do that. Um, she wound up coming, uh, you know, going along on her own. So I encourage everybody just, just be you. Yep. So, thank put you. Put yourself out there and that's awesome. That's a cool story to hear. But if you just put yourself out there and you're just who you actually are and people can pick up on that, um, they're eventually going to come to you and you're not even going to have to do any selling. I don't even have a sales team. Like I don't really do sales with Brick Media. I kind of just put stuff out and network. And if somebody wants to work with us, then that's great. Cool. Well, I wrote down a bunch of takeaways that I'm going to send out to you all so you kind of have a recap of this meeting and then also anyone who, all the folks that couldn't join us have a recap too um, and access to a lot of the great nuggets that Jake and Ryan left us with. And so um, I'll just open it one more time if anyone has any um, additional questions or things they wanted to say before we officially end this. I have one more thing real quick. I just put in the chat a link to my calendar. If anybody wants to book a 30 minute call with me and just ask me stuff one on one, like you're more than welcome to use that link and book something and we can talk. Yeah, that's how Jake and I actually got to really know each other. We met through a one off event, but then um, I, I, heard, I think I heard at that one off event your coffee thing. And so I sought out your Calendly and got on it and we chatted more. And now we're in a bi monthly. We meet every, twice a month in a networking group with a bunch of people and um, yeah. And now he's so nice enough to lend his skills and talents to Ryan Neese Foundation. <laughs> I love this stuff. I would do this all the time if I could. <laughs> all right, well, thank you everyone. I'll also try to put together a survey for you that joined us so we can get feedback about how to make these better. Um, for sure gonna be more consistent, but always open to feedback and suggestions and topic ideas. So grateful for y'all signing on and um, look forward to the next one in another quarter from now. Thank you for listening to the Brick by Brick podcast. Please leave a review and connect with me directly on social media and I'll see you guys next time.